Be the right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. I mean, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. Ladies and gentlemen, the winter meetings are over. The cliques have made their move. We assume the cliques have made their move. Uh, we are going live. John Rom is off to live. Solly here, uh, Pie Man dressed to the nines. How are you, Pie Man? Good evening. Greetings, guys. Good to be with you uh, on this fine evening, uh, December seventh, the day that that may live in infamy. Uh, and uh, good, good, good to be with you guys. Uh, Don't get canceled, like. <laughs> <laughs> like uh sean mcdermott <laughs> tc is here hello tc hello you know i thought we were gonna get all our fireworks this morning after those two blockbuster trades that went down with bubba completely turning over the range goats but here we are another one that you know we've been prognosticating for a while so i'm excited to break it down with you guys kvv is here hello kevin good evening so I'm just here to apologize for whatever role my ROM impression may have played in this. Uh, I feel like, you know, it was all in good fun. We were having a great time during the, the Phoenix Open and all that. But uh, if I contributed this anyway, I'd like to apologize to our constituency. Uh, listen, I was not expecting to do a, a live show this time of year because we are deep into fall and approaching the holiday season. Roback is ready. Uh, this is a first wearing a Roback hoodie underneath a Letterman jacket, which I had to go find my uh, my wife's old uh, University of Florida Letterman jacket, which, of course, if you're listening to the pod. So that's a letter woman jacket. Exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, jacket. Uh, yeah. It's very slimming on his teeth. It actually does. It looks great. I kind of like it. Yeah, it was all, I was going to get ready to take it off, but I'm going to keep it on. Uh, Roback is fresh off new restocks of our favorite polos, hoodies, and Q-zips. Trust us when we say there's not a better fit for gear for uh, the remainder of fall golf, the fit, the feel, the quality, it's all perfect. They just released brand new performance crews. They are soft and comfortable, breathable, lightweight fabric fabric that also has perfect stretch. They're great for the course or a night out. He shook. What do I he need to shook. tell you? What do I need to tell you about the, uh, the performance hoodies? Legit, the only hoodies we wear. The fabric is soft. We cannot take them off. And now you can pair these bad boys uh, with the new Roback 5-Pocket Pant. Let us tell you right now some of the best pants we have ever worn. Now it's the holiday season. Load up on some Roback both for yourself and for others. Use code NLU on Roback.com for a generous 20% off your first order through the end of this week. That's R-H-O-B-A-C-K.com, 20% off. Bottoms, Q-zips, hoodies, and more with code NLU. Get ready for the holiday season with Roback. Can I take the jacket off now? Are, are we done with Please. that bit? Or, yeah, yeah, okay, thank so. you. Are you going to rock it the whole the whole night, Teach? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. My office is cold as hell, so it, okay. I, it actually feels kind of nice. Teach, we'll what see. does it say? What does yours say? Uh, it's Genoa Kingston High School. That's mm. what GK. Uh, my letterman jacket is back in montana for for all those asking i see some people in the chat being like oh where's the where's the loser college athlete no no it's, <laughs> it's back in my it's growing mothballs in my parents closet did you get one for for college football as well you know they didn't i did not get a i i, I only played in like two college games tc so i'm not sure i would have even qualified for a letter mm -hmm. if they gave those out uh a lot of, a lot of practice time though a lot of getting my face kicked in by future nfl linemen 
can we get to the story of the day? Um, you know, the reaction to the rollback, of course, is what we want to cover on tonight's show. Um, just, yeah. you know, just want to kind of go maybe rehash a couple topics from that show last night that we did. But Kevin, I don't know if you're going to be with us the whole night, so I'll start with you. What's your What's your reaction to uh, this total shock of a move, John Rom to live? We did not see this coming. Yeah, you know. I surveyed some of my friends who are not in our golf media space uh, recently. I was like, say, how do you feel kind of about the state of pro golf at the moment? And two, uh, just like one after another, they were all like, I'm so like infuriated by all of it. Like, I don't even really choosing sides in this moment. I just am exhausted by all this crap. And I feel like that was a, a pretty good temperature taking of the state of like people who don't follow this like quite as religiously as we do like it's just exhausting and i think that the sort of between this and the literally the rollback stuff the fan is kind of getting fucked over in a lot of ways and i i just i'm just kind of like trying to understand that perspective of man if you don't really like give a crap about the live you know pga tour war and you just want to play your golf every weekend and you would like to watch more golf than you could but the commercials are always bogging you down it's kind of a miserable week for you you know you see in stories about how pj tour can't afford its purses and <laughs> they don't really have a great plan for what's going forward and they just lost arguably their best player and you know what are you gonna do like as a golf fan are you gonna actually like all right well i'll just tune in anyway guess what you might not you might just be like you know what i'll catch at the majors and that's it and what if golf is on a path towards becoming tennis where we really don't care about anything but the majors and maybe even less than we used to. That's my, I guess, kind of downer of a moment is like, I don't really blame John Rom for any of this. Like if I were John Rom, I wouldn't have taken the money. Cause I, I feel like it's a principled sort of stand for me and I would not have done this, but I don't blame him because I feel like TC, you could, you kind of feel this too. Like the leadership is so fucking terrible within like the PJ tour at this moment that why would you trust one entity over the another? Might as well get paid. hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, the, like, it's like, where's the light at the end of the tunnel? Mm -hmm. Right. Like, I, you know, like, am I, am I surprised that, that a big player left? No. Am I surprised that, you know, going back three months or six months or whatever, am I surprised it was Rom a little bit? Yeah. Based on, some of the things he said and some of some of know, the things I, he said <laughs> communicated yeah, but again some very of, you know, clearly a lot of it's after june 6th as well when monahan drove a bus over his credibility and his trust and everything that's my big takeaway is like where's jay monahan where's like who's who's driving the bus at the tour it's crazy there's no there's no leadership whatsoever we've been saying that for three years we've been saying that even before all the live stuff started. We were saying that in 2019, early 2020. It's crazy. I, I feel like today, I can't tell if, uh, first of all, when we, I mean, we found out Ron was going, this is a couple weeks ago now at this point, and I was stunned myself at my lack of emotional reaction to it. I, it was kind of a, an inward look of like, I've kind of bottomed out here. Like I don't, I can't go any, sir, I can't pull over any farther. Like this, I, I bottomed out here as a golf fan. And, I think I I did a dead cat dead cat bounce off the bottom today. It was kind of like started to picture like all right this is like all right 
one by one, we started picking apart a lot of the things that have kind of fallen apart in the golf world probably four or five, maybe six years ago even, of like, hey, guys, this part here doesn't make sense, right? And then something new comes along like, well, hey, that doesn't make sense. Why are purses going up? Like, the ratings aren't going up. And why are there two golf leagues? There's barely enough attention on one. And they're just layered all of this dumb shit on top of each other that makes no sense. And I feel like today was a tipping point of like, all right, what – it's a huge loss for the PGA Tour. It's a huge win for Piff. Like, I, I don't believe this is a huge win for Liv. If Dustin Johnson and Bryson and Brooks Kepka and Cameron Smith and all those didn't make people watch, I don't think Rahm is going to do it, right? I think, you know, all those guys are, uh, Phil Mickelson included, those guys are all needle movers kind of in the same vein that Rahm is. Rahm is obviously the top player that has done this and uh, a totally different shift in that regard, but it just is like a total, like, all right, now we're in the dumbest possible phase of all of this. There's nothing left to save on the PGA Tour. The mules are, you know, staging a coup, and, like, there's no leadership at the top. There's no, you know, there's a supposed negotiation going on between Piff and the PGA Tour, and, like, this has to be the thing that brings things together, right? Because no one is winning currently. Like, the uh, you know, Piff is just losing less, like and they have more ammo and they have everything to withstand all of this. So I don't know. I it, we can work our way into that, but I do feel like this is this it's can be a good funny. thing. Like, That's Liv, TC. Liv sold like five hundred tickets to their <laughs> to their Miami event. Five hundred. <clears throat> there, there's okay. I'm, I'm of a couple different minds here today. I think I'm sorry. I'm I'm with you in that. I if you had told me six months ago, like hey. John Rahm's going to go to live. I think I would have had a much more emotional, like eulogizing the PGA tour type of reaction. I do want to just underline underscore the jacket was pretty warm by the way. So I had to take that off, but just, <laughs> I feel like for a podcast that really made its bones laughing at the absurdity of pro golf, laughing at some of these moments, I think we got to just linger a little longer on, John Rom on Fox News in a Letterman jacket announcing <laughs> that he's going Brett to, Bear. to live with Brett Bear is just maybe the ultimate with... like who gives a fuck man like this is like look at what we're debating here what are we trying to what are we trying to save like who cares and, and KBB that's where I'm kind of with your your friends you were talking about earlier is much like we were talking about with the rollback stuff is like if you like me and like I think all of us on here. If you want to spend 50, 60 hours a week on this stuff, keeping up on all the game theory, keeping up on all the different things and all the different levers and machinations of what's going on, I, I can get to like where I actually think this is probably a good day for golf fans. And I'll get to that in a second. Uh, but if I'm just a casual fan, I'm not reading the distance insights report. I'm not following where like all the how ROM affects the negotiations between PIF and you know, all these private equity groups and the PGA tour and new co and all of these things, like who gives a fuck, man, that's, that's exactly where I'm at is if I was a normal human being person, I would say, guys, I'll see you on April 11th or whatever. Have fun. This looks like you're doing great. I'm going to go watch basketball or, you know, read a book or get ready for spring training. Like fuck this. And uh, you know, I'll, I'll pause there, I guess for, for your reaction. Oh, I think that's that's pretty accurate. I I I, um, I I do want to pause on this a little bit. I feel like even myself probably giving Rom a, a bit of a pass on all of this in terms of like, I, again, I I talked about this last weekend uh, when we we I mean we knew this was coming and we kind of did that show as if Rom was going to leave, but 
man, I just, I tend to take these guys at their word, right? When you say one thing, I'm like, I, I don't even remember if I said this on the show Sunday, but after, so this is after June 6th, this is at the US Open at LACC, we're walking the eighth fairway and I'm walking with Rom and Sergio and Rom like kind of pulled me aside as I was kind of like sniffing around as to like what's going on with this live stuff. And he was like, almost like pulled me aside and like, stop asking me about whether or not I'm going to live. Like, I don't like the format, man. Like I told you, I don't gave like the, the format. Gave you the Nick Saban. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not going to, so quit asking. asking. But it was like very direct. I, I didn't even like commit the whole conversation to memory because it was so much like, okay, like I, I, all right, let's move on to the other guy that maybe we're worried about jumping or whatever it might be. Um, and he was just so adamant about it. So on that level, it's like, dude, it's just kind of just so freaking otherworldly and bizarre to see him on Fox News with Brett Bayer. Uh, just my day held hostage. This was supposed to happen at 11. There was something supposed to happen at 3 and then 4.45. And it doesn't come on until 6 or what, 6.30, whatever it was. Uh, it's just it's very surreal for someone that said, I don't like the format. 54 holes is not a golf tournament uh, to now be like, oh, yeah, this is I'm excited to go grow the game. I can't believe he went for grow the game like of all things, man. Even 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 better than that, what I would take the the most issue with, which, again, you you don't I think we've said this a lot. Like you, you don't get to take the half a billion dollars and like look cool and like demand respect <laughs> for what you're it. saying like fuck off man like you, you get the money that's the trade-off that congratulations this what picture... you don't get to do is is go on and say like after you've spent two years two and a half years just farting in the general direction of how laughable this entire league is you don't then get to come on and say like i mean they've just grown They've, they've just grown everything so much that I had to join. The game. I just, I had to join. They've just, they've shown so much growth is where it, it gets to like, dude, get, get out of here. I think and, and innovation. Yeah. One of my biggest, innovation. one of the biggest bummers for me is like Rom is such an eloquent, interesting thinker who sort of prided himself on always being able to sort of give you some version of the truth. And if that gets like sanded down and kind of neuterized, that's going to be such a bummer for me. Like, you know, look, the majors matter way more than anything else. Right. And so we're going to tune into the majors regardless. And I'm not going to like hate John Rom. Like I have plenty of good conversation with Brooks Kepka in the sort of time since he left to live. But if, if Rom is like pushing the party line of like, this is the way, and this is so cool. And you know, the, the team stuff is so matters so much to me. And I, I just knew that this was the future of golf that's going to be kind of a bummer to me because I think John was just so much more authentic than that. And I, I can't really stomach listening to that stuff. Well, like the, the hardest part being when he literally said like, you know, Kelly and I have talked and we said, would $400 million change our lives? Like that's what he said at the U S open last year. Right. And uh, today he says, but as a husband and as a father and as a family man, I have a duty to my family to give them the best opportunities and the most amount of resources possible. Like, dude, that is literally the exact opposite of what you said. Or, like, you valued your way of life more than $400 million a year and a half ago. And now it's your duty to give them the most amount of resources possible. That is the highest level of selling out you could possibly do. Putting golf. it on the wife, too. Putting yeah. it on the family. <laughs> putting it on somebody else. Which is own I don't want to, man. Yeah. You got you know, to. I gotta felt this was monkey. important to them. Yeah, yeah. You know, you got to pay the bills. <laughs> Guilty is just more expensive than it used to be. That's right. <laughs> right? Inflation, with, with inflation under this yeah. Administration. All right. Do you guys on. think Brett Bear? Do you think the 6 p.m. window with Brett Bear was was like like power rank these for me? 6 p.m. with Brett Bear, 7 p.m. with Laura Ingraham with the mm. Ingraham angle, 
uh, with an angles there. Uh, Ingram with an angle. Ingram. <laughs> I think it's Ingram. <laughs> uh, he learned it by reading. At eight or Hannity at nine. I feel like they should have saved it for Hannity at nine. Yeah. He really hit like it during prime Guys, time. I got a hit to Bayer, man. He he was asking like all he the questions I would want to ask. Like, hey, dude, like you said this thing. And it yeah. was, that was uh, what I was anticipating the most. It was like trying to watch Rom squirm, <laughs> right? Out of like, dude, like you said these things directly, man. I mean, I, I'd put you up there with, I don't know if there's five other guys that have been more like clearly spoken on their intentions on this thing and the weirdest uh, like obviously if Rory flipped, that would be the weirdest of all of them. But like Rom is in the top five of dudes. It's like, I don't know how you back out of the things you've said. Do you want to get into that? Because I think there's a lot of reasons why it happened. And it's not just like, I don't think they handed him a $600 million check, which that's, right? like, yeah, that's, I, I think, think that's it's very much more overblown of like how much money than. he's getting and how, like, I'd love to see this contract, how many clauses and opt outs and so how much I, of that, I, you know, money was, quote unquote equity in something that may not exist in 18 months right exactly and that's where kev i think if i was making an impassioned case i don't know why i would have the brain sickness to do this but if i was making a case to your text friends this is where i would say like i, I think this probably exacerbates the two sides coming together more than anything well, explain, I, I think stretch that out though like what, okay why does so, that happen let's start at the beginning right so june 6th i everybody Every time I want to get six, January 6th. it's so frustrating uh, that it's a six, right? Like, couldn't this should have happened on an eighth or the twelfth or something? This have happened like, yesterday. Yeah, they did that nuts yesterday, exactly. December sixth, exactly. Uh, okay, so June sixth, Jay Monahan, Yasser are on CNBC. They announced that the you know the the war is over. We're coming together. We've got a framework agreement to merge these two great organizations, the PJ Tour and Live. Uh, we're all gonna you know, work for the rest of the year to live in harmony, right? And you guys stop me if you want to if you want to linger on any of these topics. Players, uh, understandably, get very very pissed about this. They had no idea that this was coming. Uh, a lot of the board members, like a lot of the players, particularly on the board, I think get pissed and bring in Tiger Woods. I think you can tell his feelings on live in this whole situation. It sounds from from the sounds of it, it sounds like you know the the big push from there is you know, we're getting now we're getting outreach from all these private equity groups saying, you know, friends of you, golf as well, friends of golf, things of that nature. Uh, hey, if you were going to accept a bid, why did you not accept a bid from all of us? So that whole framework agreement that originally started with the PJ tour and PIF has by all accounts and by all reports, I think this is all like pretty public has now been watered down by a number of different, you know, bids and people trying to get a, a slice of, this new co PJ and, tour enterprises and DOJ scrutiny, right. They and come DOJ out and just scrutiny. said like, Hey, yeah. none of this you can do. Like, I don't know what you guys were or pushed out completely. Here. Like, right. Not just watered down. Like the other option is just not working with them at all. And, and, you know, so people can say, Oh, you know, Yasser's operating in bad faith here. Well, I think that Jay's probably been operating in bad faith too. So, well, I think one thing on the DOJ stuff, I think a question that a lot of people had today is like, what happened to the, you know, the no poaching of players thing that was in the framework agreement? I don't know if that was announced as something that was dropped because of DOJ scrutiny or yeah. not, or if that was just, yeah. So I think that's why that was dropped. So let's just say that you are. Which if we can, if we can pause on that for just a second, that to me was like, all right, well, either they're going to work towards a deal or they're going to start poaching players immediately, right? Like what, what is the intent of both of these parties? 
And to me, a story was told from it being four to five months from that point on, and no players poached from from the PIF like of the PGA Tour, right? That's to say, like again, if we're looking for the end game of of what PIF and and live whatever that is wants out of it, it's they want to deal with the PGA Tour. They want all the things we talked about several months ago, right? And the fact that they hadn't poached anyone tells that part of the story as well. When they had every right to, they could have easily done it, especially after the betrayal of so many players on June 6th. They probably, you know, had some fired up players that would have taken cash in a heartbeat, and they did not. That did not happen, right? So I think that's an important right. part of the story in my mind. Totally agree. I think if it was a complete land grab, they would have tried to grab more land, right? right? They they were kind of waiting in the wings, which I, I'm with you signals to me like, okay, they're, they're sincerely trying to get this deal done. And I don't think that's like a stretch to understand why, right? Like there's a lot of people I saw in mentions today that are like, why would they need to have this big negotiating chip? If they just got John Rom, why would they still want to, why would they still want to merge? It's like, well, because they don't have any fucking revenue or TV ratings, man. Like what is, what is the future of that league? Like they still are trying to destabilize it enough to get in the door and, and get a piece of it. Right. And so, well, and in that, like in the meantime there, the tour got eyes for other private equity for other sources of funding right. And Liv says, all right, like we're losing our leverage here too, especially now that the that the litigation's dropped. And so they said, All right, you know what? Like we're not some also ran over here. We're we're gonna get back to the to the bargaining table and create some urgency here. And that's exactly what they've done. And then some I think that's the biggest untold story in all this, TC, is like they thought Liv thought that maybe their advantages were slipping away. And they were like, Guess what? We still have a few cards to play. These yeah. this was Phil's chess moves 28 through 36 like <laughs> guess what you gotta hand it to him man we I think know. that rom might still be interested in this stuff and I, what a huge miscalculation by the tour or not even this the tour but like the guys who are trying to figure out how to merge these two things whether it was tiger and you know rory and cantley and or all these guys whether it was jj and ed if they thought they could sort of make this thing fit it together and figure out uh you know equity and all this stuff and all of a sudden push out live man what a big whiff on their part because uh now they kind of have to do a deal or they're totally screwed two things on this one i think the i don't obviously have no idea what the actual ebbs and flows of the negotiation are but from what i've gathered the also including a another investor alongside piff is a, a an approach that could potentially minimize scrutiny from the DOJ, right? If if PIF is a minority investor instead of coming in and investing at an outrageous market rate to, you know, some of the all the concerns that were brought up in the Senate hearing this summer from Stolen Valor Richard Blumenthal uh, <laughs> about like the sodification of sports, like in theory, if there's a market set by private equity investment and the Saudis come in and invest at a certain percent, like that's a more palatable uh i guess situation for the doj that's that's a theory here and that's so good to, no totally agree so i was gonna say let me just finish underlining this point of like why rom why now right is if if you're rom again gestures wildly at all the quotes we just referenced at everything he's ever said about live i just got to think like i'm i'm still you know put the clown makeup on if you want like i i'm still giving the benefit of the doubt that he's a serious player who wants to play serious golf. Right. And I, I just am left with the fact that the only reason he would go is if he thinks that a deal is not only imminent between the two organizations, but also it might like, 
happen even faster if you do go right because this is as you were saying kev it kind of like forces the hand of the pj tour where it becomes like all right man if you if you don't want to let us in on this deal if we can't get something worked out we're just going to keep taking guys here's what it looks like boom another one you want to you want to see another one boom there's another like, one Jay, you don't think we're serious cool like here's a reminder yeah. and so if you're wrong and you can see the chessboard here it, it really feels like that's the situation right is like okay i it's it's i said on twitter today it's almost like the best get rich quick scheme in the history of the world where you kind of like what's the worst case scenario for rom here is like maybe he plays a year on live while the two organizations are talking about how they're going to come together and how they're going to reintegrate players and all that stuff and meanwhile he gets a massive check which tc to your point i think if we're looking at all the old live contracts I mean, they're like normal sports, right? Like they're all, they don't just show up and hand you like a big. I think the old know, ones were like in deck. thirds. The old ones were like, you know, uh, at signing within. Hit the first shot and then the remainder. Yeah. Of and, and then years. the remainder, at, you know, three years later or whatever. But yeah. So let's I say, think, I mean, there, there were a lot of reports out there about, you know, whether it's half cash and half equity or what, what like, I, again, I don't think this all adds up to like $600 million in cash. I think it's probably much closer to you know let's say half cash and half equity and even that cash is then spread out over a number of years so let's call it let's say it's 50 million dollars a year something like that and you're john rom it's like man you get 50 million dollars and you're back on the pj tour in yeah eight months you're like one of the it's highest like, paid athletes in the world for 2024 yeah. so yeah so part of that too is like you know rory's already said like hey we have to change the rules for the Ryder cup gonna play <laughs> so you're not gonna miss a rider cub rom's already said hey maybe they'll let me play in pga tour events which i assume the reason that they wouldn't do that is because it would probably well can start we to make can yeah. we pause for one second just to say like in in theory this whole thing is going to be settled in like uh, what's the, the today's the seventh in like 20 by within 24 days Right, like the deadline is to get this done before the end of the well, year. They, I right? mean, yeah, they could also push the Maybe. deadline. They can, yeah. but like it, it's like I think this is Liv putting the foot down and being like, I think a hundred percent. I'm saying like exactly this, it's time it to do this deal. Like it's time to yeah. whatever this is going to be. It's time to do this deal, and they have all the leverage. And uh, yeah, that's, we talked about that on Sunday. Like that yeah. was that's exactly what it is. Yeah. So, but it, it so it, we're talking about we could have a Jan like. Rom could be playing the PGA Tour in January and February and then still start his live season, right? I mean, in theory, like if this gets worked out in between now and then, and that's where the PGA Tour has has nothing to fight back with at this point. I mean, and they and a bunch of risk of hey, if like if we keep going down this, then we're no longer the the leading golf tour in the world or we don't have the requisite number of OWGR, you know, top players or whatever where you know, I feel like NBC and CBS, like they could negate some of the media rights deals as well, you know, which, yeah, that's that's the other fun, quote unquote, uh, part to tease out about this is let's say that the tour doesn't get a deal or let's say that, you know, if there's players that are trying to cut the piff out or there's players that are trying to go with another bid or like who knows what's going on behind the scenes with all the player directors on the board. But if the tour, for whatever reason, doesn't get a deal down now, all of a sudden it's like if you are a play a top player and you see John Rom go to live for X amount of money and you see the tour in absolute chaos, you see the mules just looting storefronts for FedEx Cup points, <laughs> rioting in the rioting in the streets. <laughs> like now the I mean Live is almost like in a I mean not almost they're definitely in a better position to both negotiate with the tour and a far better position if the deal falls apart. So it's like 
truly you gotta hand it to him like yeah jujitsu chess move pulling down of the, the pga tours pants Jiu- uh, with, with, with all of the artillery right i mean like sure. it, it's sure. none of these yeah but they've also like the money. friendly fired themselves like yeah totally i mean obviously <laughs> but like i mean like we've been shouting or i've been shouting from the rooftops for three years that monahan like he's, he's getting outflanked and outmaneuvered at every turn all he had to do was pick up the fucking phone three years ago and have a have an off the record behind closed doors conversation even and he wouldn't even do that. I it'd look, be harder to play it like worse than the PGA tourist played it. Like <laughs> I, I'm not gonna pretend like I, I knew all the things along the way and that I wouldn't have made some of the same mistakes, but will history <laughs> look at Jay as like one of the worst commissioners Sorry, of TC's all time? hoodies on inside out. <laughs> I saw the comment and I just saw him realize it. Uh, <laughs> that subtle dog logo is on the wrong side. The subtle dog logo is on my right <laughs> side. I was like, whoa, this is crazy. TC looks like he know, just got my, back my... from the front, putting the kids down tonight. He looked like he was totally worn out. I played I golf with that. Spencer Levine today. <laughs> wow. We buried the leading story. Things are happening. Sorry, what, are you saying? what are you saying, Kev? I just think it will history look back if the PGA Tour like kind of goes under or are is dramatically so different. Will will history look at Jay as like one of the you know complete follies as a commissioner in any sport in history? He's like Larry like, Scott. The, I don't the, look, the I wouldn't have necessarily, I, I certainly have made my qualms about live and where the money comes from. But in the end, we're reaching a point where in retrospect, if Jay picks up the phone and says, yeah, yeah, we'll take your money. Like things are dramatically different. 20% of the, of the organization yeah. or whatever. I mean, truly yeah, I, like, I, I, you know, Yasser seems pause, to be like, I just want to be involved in this shit. Not the only like pause on this takeover. is just like yeah. a reminder of going back to that time period when, like the Khashoggi stuff was very recent, right? And yeah. it was extremely yeah. unpalatable. Uh, it's still unpalatable. And totally. as, as time goes on, people, I, I never heard the word sports washing today just because we've gotten so used to this shit and that's exactly how it works. They've, like, they've washed it. It's clean now. I think it, I, I do not think this has gone well. I do not think that they've made the right decisions clearly, like very clearly. I do think it's just a teeny bit of revisionist history to just like, to point, okay. to go back in time and be like, they should have just taken the money up front. Like, Again, I don't think that that would have been coming from a good faith. No, but even, but even, but like having, having a conversation, conversation with PGL, even or 100%. like when, before Saudi's even involved, sure. right? I think so, Sully. When when the KBV and Sully of the future go back and like do a recap of like do it's a breakdown of this era, are they going to look at it like, <laughs> oh well, you know, it was kind of understandable, or is it going to be like, dude, yeah. should have taken the money, yeah, like they, for sure. they're. I hope that we, you know, we get a little bit more nuance and credit, but I also know like when we're doing some of these looks backs at like the 1992 Ryder cup, like the, the mistakes seem obvious. Yeah. In retrospect. <laughs> yes, yes. There's not a lot of like, well, you know, Phil just wasn't playing that well. And so- I'm super confident to listen back to a lot of our, a lot of what we've said. Like when, like when, when Jay, I wouldn't encourage families or, <laughs> You know, different stuff. I'm, it's like, yo, like this was stupid. Like saying it day of, this was stupid or that was stupid. Like it's just at every turn, it seems like there's a decision tree and he takes the wrong thing. But DJ, back to your point of like, I think that this could be a seminal day in that it, like it's the day that everything started moving back together because it can't get any worse for the tour. Their backs are up against the wall. Who knows what happens with the DP world tour? Maybe they get, back in the mix here maybe that's a global tour like that's that's my goal of all this is like 
man, you know what would be freaking cool is like if they really do want to grow the game and be serious about that, then like let's then let's just eradicate the mules, like you know, lop off humanely. Yeah, twenty five to thirty, you know, PGA <laughs> Tour events. Put those, fold those into the Corn Ferry Tour or whatever, and then basically have a worldwide series of 20, 25 events with the top 7,500 players in the world. And that's, and that's where, where I, that's where I started ahead. getting excited today. Right. It was like, just, just look around, dude. I mean, yeah. just looking at the already depleted PGA tour, the mule, they can't even figure out what's remaining. Like the message still hasn't gotten through to the mules who still hold way too much power. Like, again, you just would never set up the PGA tour to look like that. You would definitely never set it up to lose a bunch of your top talent to money that you cannot compete with just on any front. John Rahm's overall contract is more than an entire year's purse on the PGA tour. Like they just, they're not going to win that race. Television products, unwatchable. You are, you've upped the purses so much. It don't make any sense that you can't pay your bills. You're going to your sponsors that are seeing this, this product go to shit and be like, you guys got to make up the windfall and that because they can say, no, we absolutely do not, do not need to do that. And you have live who still nobody is watching, right? Despite spending billions and billions of dollars, Truly the worst CPM rate, like dollars spent per viewer investments of in sports history, I think it's fair to say. They're not winning, right? That they're it everyone is losing so badly that the only solution is to get together and figure out a new way to structure professional golf. It's not gonna look at the PGA tour. PGA tour is not gonna win. I don't know if Pitt's gonna win. I don't know if the game of golf is gonna win. I don't know what's gonna happen. It cannot be worse than this, and it is torn down to the studs so so in such a raw fashion that the only way it can go is up from here. Do I think they'll nail everything? No, but like, I think we end up with some sort of star driven global tour live and PGA tour players back together again. Uh, and I think the PGA tour and the DP world tour are feeding those tours. Like that's how burn it, it down, baby. Just it's burn it down. Yeah, like it's at over. this point, it's not worth saving. Burn it There's down. A couple, I think the, the mules have no idea what's coming. Like I think they're in, like if you're a fringe player, you are in real trouble of being going able to, to Wichita, play golf for homie. a living. You are. You are going to be grinding it out on what is the equivalent of the, coming over the, the old Nike They're tour, all, the Hogan tour. You are sharing hotel rooms and cars. Like you, Your life is about to get brutal <laughs> because the value that you provide is not going to be worth shit. It's just uh. not. I, and I, I wish that like Rom might look, be the mule skinner. Stroud, <laughs> Neil said he Rom wanted truly might mule be the mule skinner, skinner. to emerge. This Chris Stroud talking about how we need a union, whatever this week. Like I don't think I've ever heard a professional athlete as clueless as that in that statement. It, because to have a union, you have to convince the actual players who are worth a shit ton of value to join you in their fight and to see <laughs> that you have to be picked up in the sort of larger you know wave of like value right I think management has to feel a threat man, yes they have to feel like okay you're an essential part of this we should band together we're more powerful together than we are separate that could not be less true they're already cutting golf. you out of the tournaments like they don't yes. need your and, labor <laughs> and so like i'm sorry like you guys should have pushed so hard for whatever formats were keeping you involved in this but you're you're in trouble like i, I and i hate that for some of the people who we like and are friendly with or whatever but man like none of this shit is going to work out well for the fringe players it's just not i can't believe my hoodies on backwards it's the best. <laughs> it looks hey, good hey, you know like the one thing i'll say to that though kev is like the one thing the pga tour has done an amazing job of over many 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 years is like stand-up golf tournaments getting people to come getting people to buy hospitality and, and just watch golfers i mean a lot of these fields are crap totally and i get that they're subsidized by top players like i 
the, the model for running golf tournaments exists all over the world. There's a Sunshine Tour. There's an Asian Tour. There's a DP World Tour. There's an LPGA Tour. There's an LET. Like, there's going to be golf tournaments to play in, and it's going to be a, a, a. It's not going. Nate, last year you're not going to make three million bucks a year. Like you're you're not going to, but like you can still do it's fine. Not. It's not total total doomsday. It you definitely don't realize how good you've got it because it's going to definitely get worse in that scenario of how I picture this kind of coming back together. But I don't know how they do it because I would not be taking our our company's money and signing up to to you know sponsor some of these tournaments, but. These tours find a way to get people to pay and and uh, and get people paid to play golf. We shit on the tour a lot. The tour's really good at, at selling dog shit and getting people and getting people to buy it. I think they're years. up against the limit though. They've they've taken yeah. it as they, far as they can. For years, the mom- the institutional momentum has just like, oh, it's on TV. Oh, it's coming to my town. Oh, I want to see pro golf. Like, of course, I'll just go along with it. And I think that's gonna go away. I think if I'm a big. Uh, like big brand golf sponsor who's trying to do a lot of business at golf tournaments. I'm sprinting to the USGA, the RNA, the PGA of America, and trying to get a deal done with one of the major championships before those prices go 10 X over the next 10 God, years. I have so many commercials on those events now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like those are yeah. like, we've been saying this and this is where TC, I, I will ride hard with you is, Long-time listeners of this podcast, I think we'll hear a familiar refrain of, yo, this shit's not working, man. You're just making the majors better. You're just making the majors better. These yeah. things are just separating, 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 separating. And again, maybe this ROM thing does empower some of what you guys are talking about. And we we find a world tour. We find like some more watchable, more like just interesting product that has to drive more value and has to you know, bringing in the kind of money that all these people are expecting to see. Uh, but until that happens, like, it's just going to be the majors and everything else. And th- th- those two have never been farther apart, getting farther. Agree. And and speaking of majors, I mean, shit, I'm sure the Augusta guys aren't super thrilled that their reigning champion just leveraged his green jacket for low-key. Nine a figures. Lot of, a lot of Masters champions. Yeah. Like yeah, I can't, I mean, if you're a Masters winner, Glib was a great deal, right? You Rom yeah. does Rom go if he doesn't win the Masters? Like, I don't know. I mean, that's, that was the one kind of guarantee of like, ah, I'm good, man. I, I can always be in this tournament no matter what this shakes out. It's a good thing Jordan won five of them, so we didn't lose more people. Yeah, I mean, Phil may test this theory about whether you'll always be invited back. <laughs> um, can I give you guys an Angel Cabrera? Is, by all accounts, is probably going to get invited back. I mean, you know, prison earned his ass in. He did his time, TC. (laughs) Um, My uncle juice paid his debt. That's right. I'm going to over under. And I don't know. I don't know when the I can't find it. Um, The 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 date of the last live event of 2024, whatever that is. um, Over under. Is there a a live shot hit past? All right. It's September 22nd is what they have in there. Dallas, not official. Is there a live shot hit past the day of September 22nd? I'd say yes, because I bet they try to fold it into some smaller series or like, hey, lives this, you know, it still exists and these guys are going to be doing this or, you know, similar to like TGL, right? Of like, you know, which I, I think is equally dumb. Um, <laughs> the name I haven't heard in a while. Yes, I, I think yes. I think they'll try to spin it back up in some way keep it spinning does i don't know i'm not sure i think well, i like 
What were you going to say? I'll say, or asked a different way, does this like restructuring of professional golf end up in like folding within live? Can, can I just say, listen, maybe there's all this genius game theory going on behind the scenes that I don't understand, but like if live is around for another 10 years, are you trading like the best player for arguably the worst player as we saw today with Matt Wolf being traded for Taylor Gooch? Like I, I don't get again. If like, please, I, I, I would like to talk about that. If there's some, <laughs> you know, like the if there's it. some glowing brain theory going on, or if Bubba's going to life coach him back to, you know, becoming one of the best players in the world. And he thinks he's getting this immense value. Uh, I would love to hear about that, but what it really sounds like is just like, ah, listen, man, this is the last year. Let's just make this as palatable for everybody as possible. I don't know. I mean, is it, what if live is the tour though in like 10 years? Like what if we all fold into that and live becomes like the main thing? I, I think I we're underestimating does, but... how much Spieth and Tiger and can't or like, yeah, or who knows can't but like yeah, Spieth you know. and Tiger and, some of these other guys like hate, hate live. Yeah. I I think that there'll to be, be clear, some version Piff is not of going team away. golf. I see everyone yeah. in the comments, live is not going away. Like Piff is the one that's not going away, right? right. And there's going to be a deal almost certainly with the PGA Tour and a private equity investor group and and Piff, like an NDB World Tour. Like that's that's almost certainly where we're headed. Or uh, And so what does that look like? I do not think the PJ Tour is going to fold. As much as I think the PIF has the upper hand in the negotiations, I don't think the PJ Tour is folding up into live. I don't think that's the, the final solution here. I don't think they're that far pushed up against the wall. I might be underestimating that, though. I want to, I want to shout out the Matt, Matt Wolf gets on base comment. Too. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> you just you got to have my team. Oh, I don't know, Brooks guys. Just doing a drive-by on D-Rap Every, today. Everybody. Multiple <laughs> drive-bys. Brooks, Brooks, Brooks just, just does not give a fuck. It's great. <laughs> I mean, honestly, he and Very Rom fair sort point of, of like this is a dumb trade. At each other. Yeah. yeah. He and but I, he and Rom sniping at each other could be fun if that was like a real thing, right? If their teams actually had some sort of rivalry, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what's gonna what would possibly get me to watch live, but if like Brooks and Rom like were genuinely talking shit about each other, I, I might, might tune in, might fire up the CW and see it. Can I just, from a, a big picture here, let's put the sports washing stuff aside. You know, I, I, there's, there's let's put it in the dryer. Let's, there's plenty of <laughs> plenty of people who who will stand by that uh, for good reason. But if, like, can I just give you a little bit of optimism that, like, let's say, like, the next year is going to suck. I think we know that. That's it's going to be awful. It's not even a next, good major next calendar. No, year. No. Rota, you know, I would check out again. I would go to the national parks. Take some golf trips next year. Rent an RV. You do know. the Monty. Just RV your way around the U.S. Totally. No, because he goes to pro know, golf like tournaments. Don't do. He did that in a BMW. <laughs> yeah, I think I think just get out. Really, no really free invest, invest in yourself. Invest in yourself in 2024. Uh, can I just get a little bit of optimism that 2025, if you're telling me, let's say 70, like just going back to what you guys have said, let's say 70 player world tour, let's say we're getting Brooks and Bryson and Spieth and Rom and Cam Smith and Scheffler and all these guys like back together on the same tour playing all over the world. It's pretty, it's a lot more captivating than it would have been five years ago. A hundred percent. Like I, I, I think it has. If the adults get in a room and figure this out and find a, like 
and to be clear, there's going to be a shitload of more bitching between now and that day. Like it's it's going to be Shawshank Redemption crawling through a mile long thing of shit. Uh, and come out the other side clean before before oh, we shit, end up with, with with uh. We're with gonna have to wash the sports all over again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's like that's that's what's gonna be. But like again, it can't definitely can't. This can't continue. Do we all agree on that? Even like the people in the comments, like you can't like pretend that this is gonna continue. No one again, no one is winning here, uh, and it can't go back to the way it was. So like, how does this actually get resolved? And there's gonna be some have to be some ego swallowing among some of the PGA Tour guys. Like, yeah, the live guys made out way better financially than we did, and that's how it's gonna go. Um, and, but like, hey, we this sport will eat itself. Like, it will be toast. It will not survive if they don't have a solution to this because it just pro makes golf no sense. Pro golf. The pro, one yeah, thing though, professional. Sorry that I would say to that is like boxing splintered and never came back together. Tennis is sort of splintered in a weird way and that hasn't really like it can the egos are so big and the money so sort of coming from so many different sources that it could just basically be like, no, nah, we just rather there's too much selfishness. We'd rather have a shittier product. And boxing has lived that life for 30, 40 years where there's three different belts and nobody actually knows who's the heavyweight champion or middleweight champion. And the point. like big fights are sort of like come and go. No, but there's no schedule to them. Uh, you know the majors are kind of the one still thing we have majors, is the majors but, though right yeah like that's that's the glue that's holding it all together yeah which is where yeah it feels much more like tennis right than boxing, boxing. yeah i did see some of our live bot friends saying that the majors would be extinct soon if they didn't somehow take mm. if money or something I, I there's some i don't know conspiracy theory that i can't even get around so. oh is that if you if you don't let taylor gooch in then the, the, apparently the yeah majors. they would the, the majors would just dry up and be you know unimportant and non-existent well it's kind of one of those things too where like even the even the big events you know the pga the Ryder cup u.s open specifically have almost become unwatchable in and of themselves even without piff money or without any you know any of this stuff so it's like hey they're driving people away even even when everybody's playing together then Mm -hmm. hey let's let's figure that out you know (laughs) you know what i i just i was thinking about it a lot today and you know what I don't think is going to be the thing that just drives people away from golf is losing five yards in 2030. <laughs> you know, like I, I just, I think there's a lot of people doing a, a much better job of that uh, than, than that rule change would. Oh, guys, I'm going to tap out of here. I, I, I I'm going to tease. I think the big guy uh, might be stepping in to bring some of his, uh, you know, classic uh randyisms so i'm hopeful that maybe he'll be able to to maybe we'll he'll be able to pick up somewhere i left off but i i think you know i always thought when this shit started to go down at least it's interesting like at least it's sort of a gives us shit to talk about and i think that's been true for a lot of this year but i'm i'm kind of exhausted by just the the swings of this and i just feel the way that it's turned off so many people who don't follow this like on a minute to minute basis like they do. And I just, I'm concerned that that is going to be a a stain on like, not just like the stain on the game from the honor system of it, but like when baseball went on strike in what was it? 94. It it took so long for people to like get over that and come back to the game. I just worry that that's a future for golf in some ways that somebody's going to be like, man, I have screw this. I'm not going to watch this shit anymore for a while. I'm just so, annoyed by the greed of it and w- will it take like a tiger type figure to bring them back and that you know, 
but maybe that hopefully that's Ludwig TC, but I, I just feel I feel like it's teetering on the knife's edge of hey man, like fuck you guys. Like fuck like, why should I, I why should I care about this? I got so much better things to do and, and football is so much, you know, more compelling on a week to week basis. That's I, just my I, concern. And dude, I I, I wish the people in charge whoever that may be of any organization like felt that urgency i just don't think they do i think their heads are still in the sand but uh i don't know many people are saying ram is running from ludwig i heard that a lot today tc really yeah yeah i didn't hear that yeah i had a lot of sources telling me that so interesting all right kev Kev. gave us seven great innings we're gonna we're gonna see if we can get a six out save from the big guy uh (laughs) i'm in a big baseball mood if we can here's open uh, i feel like it was it it's kind of a uh i'm in a Randy, you were you were doing a you were installing a washing machine. Mm. That feels kind of apropos for all the, the sports washing that we're talking about here. Yeah, you could you could launder you can launder whatever you want in a washing machine. That's true, TC. <laughs> uh, listen, washing machine washing machine shockingly easy to install. You just hook up the cold water. You hook up the hot water. I mean, that's pretty pretty much it. it Got to plug it in. Yeah, too. we rocked them. Dryer vents, say so those myself. are hard. Getting the little, yeah. the yeah. like the aluminum thing yeah. around the dry that that can be kind of challenging. Aluminum. I have to say, guys, I have no idea what we've been talking about. I said in our private chat, I'm sure you don't need me. I don't know what you want it's from Grant me. Thornton, but I man. am here. Let's, we're talking the Grant I am Thornton. here. Yeah, Randy, will you just give us the biggest dose of like cynicism? <laughs> You got to throw 99 coming out of the pit. This is your time. You could use it however you like. Todd Coffee is sprinting. You got a big platform, whatever you you want to say. What would you say to the governing bodies right now, Randy? No, that's too much pressure. Where's Jimmy Dunn? Have you guys talked about Jimmy Dunn? Where's Jimmy Dunn? We have where not. are these where are these people that negotiated the June sixth uh, proposed framework agreement? Why are we not hearing from them? Was this part of the plan? I, I just don't get it. I don't get anything. I, I I don't know. I'm sure there are a bunch of people in Spain that are gonna like be super pumped to watch John Rom play every week. I, I will. This is gonna shock you guys. I will not be tuning in to live. I don't think. I don't think like Phil didn't get me there. Rom certainly isn't going to get me there. Um, I, is this just a means to an end? I it just I, I don't know what to think, guys. I, I need I need a little help. I need a little help here. I feel like uh, I feel like you've had a kind of not so quiet vendetta against Rom for a long time. There's got to be a part of you that just was does Rom stink up today? Ran- Randy stinks. and the Fonz. Exactly. Listen, I never Rom just never quite did it for me. I I think. You know, he's just a big, burly guy. He's not the most graceful golf swing. Like, I, I never have, like, particularly enjoyed watching him play golf. Winning the Masters really was a, a dent in my Rom Stinks uh, <laughs> argument. <laughs> the U.S. Open but, was yeah, not. I, I don't know. I, it just feels like, all right, dude, sure, go go play some, like, meaningless golf on the CW. I, I, I just... I don't know. Does anybody know what's going on? Who's Let's in see, charge? Yeah. Who Randy, who really has like an end goal in mind? I I just Randy wants I, to I talk my, to the manager. I don't think. Yeah, that's my the play biggest here. takeaway is like who who's the adult who knows what is going on anywhere because I don't see it. I think it might be Yasser. But he sounds pretty busy. Like I, he's PC. like no, I know he's yeah. like hey like like listen, you guys are old enough to. You know, you're supposed to be in high school. You guys can take care of yourselves. Like, you don't need me around all the time. You got your driver's license. 
I feel like, like we you know, we don't say this enough that like this is not Yasser's full time job. Like he may not he manages what, what the eight hundred billion like dollar uh, fund. Like this is Yasser's fantasy football team. Can we just get my guy in Augusta membership? Like, is that all <laughs> right. he really wants? Exactly. We could have avoided all of this. Uh, yeah, he is I, the I governor sure... of the public investment fund of Saudi Arabia. He's the chairman of Saudi Aramco. Uh, he's the chairman of Al Halal and the chairman of Newcastle United. So his like the, you know whatever the chairman of 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 Live Golf doesn't make the, his top five jobs that he has. Well, and then all the all the umbrella companies that they have, you know, investments in, you know. See, so forgive me again. This is where I'm like I, I apologize. I have not watched the first 58 minutes. Uh, TC, I'm sure we've gone in on Jay Monahan. We. I don't we, even think we need to anymore. We like simply do not know what he's doing. It's like kicking a dead dog. We don't know what he has. Um, I, I think TC, maybe Yasser says he are the manager. Is that is that the situation we find a little ourselves bit. in? Yeah, or he's I, trying I, to say, you know what? Like, I, I think I'm the manager or I'm the managing director. We don't know who the manager is. I need to hire a manager. Randy, just, let, me, let me ask you this. Yeah. If, you know, okay. you're you're, a, you're an inf- influential golf influencer. Of course, right? of course. Yeah. Of course. You go back home for for Christmas, Thanksgiving. Somebody asks you, like Randy, please. Your uncle asks you, "Hey, Randy, what should I? What do I, I don't know? What I should do? Should I be watching golf? How should I feel about all of this? What do, What do you What do you tell that person earnestly? I, you know, it's like, I, I think the first question is like, do you, do you like golf? Do you like watching golf? Is that something you do now? And I think we just go from there. I, here's, here's the thing that I don't get. And it was going to lead in my point. So DJ, good, good question. What, what I will acknowledge, there are a lot of smart people, I think, involved in all of this from like every angle, people we probably don't even know about. I, I think there are certainly smart people and maybe KVV touched upon this. I just can't shake this feeling of, I, I think perhaps there's a blind spot or a, um, j- just a sense of like taking a golf audience for granted where this just turned like, guys, it's been no big secret, but like, I haven't given a shit about men's pro what? golf in a while. What? And I just feel like, I just feel like I, I hope the people in charge recognize the very real fact that this is going to turn a lot of people off and live might win. I don't really know what win means. Like is live going to exist in two years? Is it, is, is ROM like, is this all a means to just a big coming together? And I did catch KVV talking about the baseball strike, but that's kind of where my mind is at. It's like, guys, this is like really, really off putting. Like, Icky. You know, nobody likes a public labor dispute. And when when it's when it's this just greedy and over um, overcompensate, like the the, the market values don't make sense. I just think there's a real risk of like people are like, why am I watching golf again outside of the four majors? And I I think that's, you know, looking two, three years down the road, I, I just don't know what's going to change or what's going to be the catalyst maybe it's this big global tour but it's like why am i why am i tuning in to watch the italian open on some random july after like what what's different about that than 
that would be the more what we thing. have on the PGA tour now. I, I just don't see how you're gonna draw a bunch of new eyeballs to this sport. Um it's it's a niche sport, it's it's not for everybody. And I think that's part of the charm. And so I, I, I'm just very confused. I have no answers. I just have a lot of questions. That's where, that's where I keep coming back to as well is like nobody wants to hear this. And maybe this is small thinking, but, you know, maybe golf was only supposed to be like this big. Maybe it's not supposed to be this big. Maybe it's not right. supposed to be the NFL. Right. Maybe Tiger, it's maybe it's Tiger messed you know? a lot up. Right. It was too much, too fast. Everyone's doing a land grab. And now like the tide's starting to go out. And everyone's just claw like these smart people that you're referring to, Randy, are like smart at extracting what they can out of the professional game. Like sure. Namely agents, right? I mean, that have just made millions and millions of dollars out of the piff, uh, just from getting their guys to convert. And like it again, just leaves all the fans on the outside just sitting here be like, what did you guys do? Like, sure, you all got paid and like everybody pulled up the ladder behind them on the way out. Like the ladders that were that were laid by the many people that, that played the game before you and built the structure of this, uh, everybody pulled up the ladder. And now I don't know what the how to finish that analogy, but I know it's not good. Let, let me ask you guys this question. This is not rhetorical. I, I would like an answer for this. Kevin and I were talking about this earlier. I think he's working on writing something that will probably be up tomorrow or in the, in the coming days uh, to this effect. He kind of teased it at the beginning of the podcast, but... There's all these like little micro decisions that have gone on over the last four years, right? Or maybe even bigger than micro decisions, TZ, maybe macro decisions. And let's say each one of those has like a winner and a loser, right? When was the last time that the fans were not a loser in one of these discussions? Like truly, what was the last good thing that happened for just fans of watching golf on, on TV? But that's where okay, let me let me jump in here because DJ, I totally agree with you. But it's like I I, I get self conscious because like I y'all have made me watch some live golf stuff. Like if if that's the future of the television product, like I'm good. I I don't need any of that. But maybe a Don lot Dulé of people guy? like that. Well, maybe a lot of people like that. Maybe I'm out of touch with what's hip and popular and cool, and that well, certainly could be. You're, no, you are because the ratings it, were yeah. so big that they didn't yeah, want to sure. share them because they didn't want other you know <laughs> tours to feel bad. Anybody. Yeah, but, it would embarrass yeah. other tours. But, like, see, who's growing, our rules guy? We're growing the game. We're we're having <laughs> slugger fun. Guys no, that the were other, in no, the other guy that was uh, – we'll have to look it up. Here's I'll golf's big up, problem. Right? Golf's big problem is at the end of the day, it's fucking golf. Right. Yes. And like that's inherently it's not cool. You know, when I was working, but what people if you make would watch it louder sauce. But what if you make it a lot louder? They they might know my buddy Dave Trudell, who I worked for up at Boyne, and I'll never forget what he told me. He's like, you know, like there are like golf, there are so many douchebags in golf. <laughs> and I'm like, I've never gotten that out of my mind. He's exactly right. People who play, people who watch, people who everything. It's like golf is just inherently it's not cool. And so, yeah. yes, there is a cap on like how popular this game can be because it's not cool and it's played and it by like gonna, inherently you've never not seen, cool people you've never and it's seen run those by not videos? cool people those live hype and videos you've never seen it it's watched by not cool people like i'm not cool so i'm like who is this market you're you're catering to i it's so stupid it's so it was stupid. about to be cool and then the dome fell down and then tony, tony zerpoli <laughs> tony zerpoli yeah zerpoli Tony Zerpoli. If he's involved, getting him and Rom out there one on one would be would be good stuff. But I don't know, man. I I think twenty. I think 
Randy, we said it before you came on, but I, I think if there's a, a case for optimism, I think it's that the next year sucks outside of the majors and maybe things come back together. And I think to your entire point, it's just going to be fascinating to see like who's left at that point. Yeah. Right. Like, that, I think that's where I'm like, still okay, there watching. The, like, yeah, I, I think like the big carrot in everybody's mind is like, well, we're going to bring everybody back together. And it's like, well, cool. Like we've had that man. And that wasn't yeah. that popular. Like what, <laughs> what's the plan? And I just don't know anybody who has like a real plan. And my thing is you don't, I guess where I would check out is like, I wouldn't have a plan either. I, I would like, let's, let's, let's make this sustainable. Let's let like, let's make golf as self-sustainable as possible because growing the purses, like that's where I'm, uh, I don't know. Well, it's, it's stuff that they keep, you know, like, like goes back to the JT thing from talking about all year, last year, like confusing the purse size for the product right and and like we're supposed to care about that i think per, you know you want to talk about the product i'll tell you why rom left a because the, the app. app of course app yeah terrible <laughs> I, I would have paid i would have paid a hundred thousand dollars today to have rom come on fox news and say simply it came down to one thing it was the app i just i couldn't i couldn't follow this the, any longer listen the app's getting better i'll give him that and then b pace of play rom hates slow play and they won't enforce it. And I know that pissed them off. I PC, I, I think that's a great point. I, I think there's a ton you could do at the margins to like make pro golf more fun. You gotta start for somewhere, players, right? more sustainable. Solly, we've talked about it ad nauseum. Like MLB, the most what I would think this like staunchly conservative organization has radically changed the game of baseball with, with a pitch clock. And for the tour not to even like they're just like we we can't do it, guys. We we can't do it. Like we, how are we supposed to? How are we supposed to improve this TV product? It it just is so naive to me. Uh, you know how bleak yeah. it is when Major League Baseball is just running circles around you. <laughs> exactly. Like what are we doing? The progressive luminaries at Major League Baseball. I I I'll tell you what we need. We need the Acorn Group, Big Randall Stevenson and the gang to pop <laughs> pop their heads in start. Start start poking around looking for some efficiencies. I'll tell you what oh. is going to be a huge bummer if if we are still allegedly on the Rom to live topic was again this was like a kind of a, a stunner to me. I feel like all right, yes, Kepka won the PGA. He almost won the Masters. Phil almost won the Masters this year. Still, we don't. We should probably do a whole podcast looking back on that. But like it kind of shocked me when I did go back and look at the whole all of the whole realm of professional golf everybody's strokes gained for their entire year and lived didn't have a single guy in the top 30 over the last 12 months across all events was like, Whoa, man, we talked about a year and a half ago. Like, are these guys going to stay sharp enough, you know, competing in this format? And I would say that's a resounding, like no for the top players that went and that I don't see Rom falling back with the but, exception of Brooks who won the PGA. Like he won the, he won the major, but like his, his live golf record was not very good yeah. this year. Like his, Again, his I bet his PGA Tour record was not that good either. He like PGA, gonna, he's an outlier. Say, yeah. He's an outlier, and he's the number one rated live player uh, uh, over the last twelve months. Obviously, Rom will now be he's the number three ranked player uh, over that time period. But like that's just something again worth watching. I didn't see Cam Smith falling off. I mean, Cam Smith was top five in the world coming off an Open Championship, and he has fallen completely off over the last year. And I really, really, really hope we don't see that out of Rom. I don't think we will, but like all of them have gone backwards, uh, and that's. You know, that would be quite a bummer if that ends up being the case. Let me ask you guys this. Do you think there's a, 
a scenario in which, say it's 10, 15, 30 years down the line, that we look at Rom as like a transformational figure or like a, a, a catalyst for, you know what? Rom was brave enough to take this massive bag of money and bring everybody back to the table. Like, do you think there's a, a world in which we come to that conclusion? What would the, like the metaphor there be of like the, the Rory's, the Cantlay's, the Speeds, the Tigers that have like done all the work on it. And Rom just swoops in and jumps sides and takes the money, weakens their position on absolutely everything, and uh, gets viewed as the hero on that one. I don't know. I don't have anything that comes to mind off the top of my head. Well, well, it's just, you know, it's, I mean, forces them to make a decision, forces them to, to align and figure out where their interests lie and where they can bring them together. I don't know. I feel like there's a certain, like, you know, Rom must have felt some sort of, like, he's, he's had a chip on his shoulder, right? He felt like there, there either wasn't a big enough spot for him at the table or he feels diminished or, you know, I don't know what his relationship is with Tiger. But like it was weird tonight. Like Tiger, Tiger tweets that that memo or that letter that was sent out on December first, like six yeah, days that ago. Was, like, that was a like, sincere, a, a real big cool man. On yeah, that was not on it. that one. Yeah, you know, and it, it's like, hey, it's at some point, like you know, we're gonna need to hear oh, from okay, like show United front, guys, like because it seems like the like the board and like I mean the players, like it it sounds like the top players can't even figure out what to agree on anymore much less guys yeah. at different you know stratas of uh, uh, you know uh, again organization tiger no i was just gonna say tiger reeks of like hey did, did you guys see michael jordan when he owned the washington wizards like do, do we want him in like an administrative decision making role i don't know about that it's I thought the same, that's Randy. I haven't said that out loud, well. but that's no. Like, why? Why do like Tiger's a phenomenal golfer, but is he like? I don't know if I want to trust him to thread this needle. It's kind of the, what the, I come back to with all these guys. Like, what are what are the odds that you're just like best in the world at, at genius at this wildly different things? <laughs> but and that's uh, that's what takes me. You guys like Cody. I know you're throw me off whenever you need, but like where where's jimmy dunn where's ed hurley where, where are these like masters of the universe negotiators who gave us the june 6th agreement that rory i saw cited as like a big changing point and and what led to rom making this decision today like those guys have no accountability to the public and it's just very very um something's just it stinks well, I think I, they I just, neutered him. I mean, they were, they, they they basically took their negotiating power away, right? Through whatever the new agreement is on the board of like you can't, you must inform, like you, we have to be involved in the process, right? They're like they just were like you guys are not negotiating on behalf of us but, anymore. But at that point, like, how do you keep the commissioner in place? Like, like how can you? That's been my whole thing for the last few months of like how can he do that? The players all all are vehemently aligned like totally aligned vehemently against jay and ed and jimmy just going off the reservation and doing this unbeknownst to most of the board and then you just keep the like there's no accountability whatsoever you just keep <laughs> right. the guy in place and like money and cool you know what like you know what he hasn't done a great job we don't agree with a lot of the decisions he's made but we're gonna let him dictate the future of this organization and the future of professional golf like 
what fucking planet are we living on? Like that's that's insane. And the other one, if I may, you're exactly right, TC. And that brings me back to Rory is like, what's he doing? Like, I keep waiting for Rory to make a public out. Like, Rory, what do you want? Right. Like how how in the wake of June 6, was he not leading, beating the drum? new leadership like I, I and i guess that's part of the problem we have like i have no idea how the player run pga tour actually operates because i have no idea how they keep leadership in place after that but uh, like rory like w- what are we doing bud you, you know I, like he's not covering himself in glory and all this i i just don't nobody looks good nobody can i the, my hypothesis for that randy and this is totally my guess is i, I feel like a lot of the the discord or the disagreements or the kind of just like general indigestion from all of these guys is like trying to save a system that is impossible in this new like world right where i feel like a lot of what's driving these guys crazy is trying to make sure that you know the the players 51 to 200 are still you know are still earning a like very, very exceptional wage for being one of the top 200 golfers out of a hundred million on the planet. Right. And I, I almost feel like if, when you just said like, Rory, what do you want? He would never do this. I don't think, but like if he was to come out and just say like, listen, it's a new world. There's going to be 40 golfers and we're just going to blow everything up and cater it towards them. I mean, he would get obliterated by, fellow players right like that's not gonna happen but that's probably what is gonna end up happening just through like sheer market forces anyways right yeah if anything he's the mistakes he's made is like trying to cater to the mules too much without them even realizing somebody seems like a different person might handle that very differently and cut them out a lot more than they got cut out i'm just tired too of like the people who say oh who's gonna replace jay or who's gonna replace it's like a 15 to 20 million dollar a year job like so, you know, I think you can find somebody, even even somebody in the organization, so hard to hire right now. Basis and figure out and get right a now. get a few, you know, get a few players who you know you feel like are are relatively reputable and have their ear. And you know, it's just I don't know. It's crazy. It's like they're paying Allen and company. They're they're paying all this money to all these different people, and they're then they're not getting anything for it. It's crazy. There's an SI article. Um, Is it uh, written by AI or no? I'll uh, I'll ramble here. Evening, gentlemen. Uh, I do think the fact that Rory's stepping down from the board, knowing that he was overly protective, of course, eventually replaced by uh, young Jordan Spieth, and then with the additional seed of Tiger in there, it seems like there is like there is one person there that was kind of looking for rank and file, looking out for them big time, being Rory with Cantley, who already had that seat looking out for the stars and trying to get their bag. Now it seems to be kind of replaced to Tiger and Cantley and Spieth it, kind of forming it, an alliance to get the bag for the stars. Now rank and file are truly fucked. Hearing you say that, Cody, and sorry, this gets back to what you said earlier about like the, the tides going out. In what world is Patrick Cantley a star? Like a star of what? Like what? What does he think he? What? What is? What is he worth? What? What does he move the needle on? 
Any, Randy, anywhere, I, I heard he was gallivanting around Manhattan. <laughs> Patrick uh, Cantlay is such holy. a non-factor in like in life, right? Like I get it. He's a good, he's a very good PGA golfer, but he's not even close to relevant, like in my mind. And I'm a and I'm I've paid attention to golf, relatively speaking, like pre, like a lot the last five years. Like, this guy's nothing. I, I don't get it. I I, I simply do these guys somehow sense that this is the the time they have to cash in and then it's all going to go away i i I don't know the again i i have no answers i I I think part of the thing every question brings up a new question cantley weirdly seems better qualified than a lot of these other guys to he's enough of a sociopath that it might it might just yeah he seems pretty pretty intelligent i think but it's just like does that matter if everybody disagrees with him you know, yeah, I, 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 I think that we need to not worry if people disagree with him anymore. If we're talking about like the membership as a whole, right? Because that's like what has led to this mess, right? Yeah, I, I think so. It's just we, it, it's weird, man. Like this is not going to be a sexy take, but a lot of it is what we have been saying for four years, which is just like it's a broken model that right. doesn't work anymore. And so if you're if you're Jay, and I know post June sixth, we're talking about a totally different situation, and I'm I'm heading that one off at the pass. But pre June sixth, you're kind of operating within this different world where you have to look out for the interests of all these different members, and like you're just in a in an old ass model that is ripe for being taken over, right? And now it's time to totally rebuild what that model is, but they can't really do that on the fly while they're kind of being taken over, while they're trying to start a new company, while they've got other influencers coming in and they've got other, you know, they've got other players jumping from league to league. It's just like, it's just a fucking giant mess. And it, they're kind of trying to build the plane as they're flying it. It's just, I don't know. I'm, I'm not envious of, of any of the, uh, the work that has to be done on the PJ tour side. But that's where I go back to like today being good for all that of like, all right, well, totally. good luck fucking talking about it. 75th yeah. on the FedEx Cup list after yeah, this. Yeah, like none of that matters. <laughs> it does if, not. Exactly. Yeah. I don't uh, know. So, uh, you know, the, the one good thing about the fucking tour, DJ, what you are just talking about, the, the, the tour is the one now that turned around and went to tournament directors and were like, yo, all this charity money that, like, everybody feels good around here about, you guys actually need to give us more than that. Like, don't forget about the women and for the, the players. I think yeah. it's more complicated than that. Like, yes, yes, I, I, you know, maybe the charity money is, but I think some of it is trying to squeeze some of these host organizations that have been running tournaments. There's some weak ones that are highly inefficient, and they're trying to step their game up a little bit too and say, hey, you know what? Like, the tour at all levels has to get more efficient here. So, like, you guys are a part of the machine that. That, like that's on you guys as well just reading through this this sports illustrated thing michael rosenberg wrote it you know the ai comment that was probably a cheap shot he's a good journalist yeah um it says last summer after the pga tour and saudi arabia's public investment fund announced their framework agreement piff indicated a willingness to fund a one billion dollar equalization pool for pga tour players that sounds like reparations to me who turned down live offers chess and hadley uh, before the the framework agreement, people familiar with the discussions tell Sports Associated that number wasn't final. Nothing was final, obviously, but that's 
where this was headed. A $1 billion equalization pool on top of a $2 billion PIF investment in the PGA Tour. Hmm. I believe the guy, whoever runs the... Uh, Feels like a pretty good deal. When I, when I mentioned this... Kelly Craft could buy with that? When I mentioned this, both on the pod and on Twitter, I believe the Living It Up pod Twitter account told me to fuck off with that, that there's no way there'd be an equalization. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe we knew something about that while that was happening. Huh? It's crazy how that worked. Yeah, I bet Chris Stroud would hate reparations. Can you imagine the bitchiness around an equalization fund? Like, holy fuck, that would be. You people are mad about the pip. Like, hundred. You know how hard it would be to split up a billion dollars. (laughs) I would just be like, "Yo, Tiger, you get like three hundred million, four hundred million." Tiger, you take whatever you feel comfortable with, and we'll figure out the rest. As much as you can, as any, yeah, yeah. As much as you can fit in this bag, you could take. And that's what, so if I can change the subject a little bit, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm just thinking about like the young people in my life. I have a couple nephews, TC, you have sons, Solly, you have a kid, although she doesn't watch golf yet. Like, like what? She does what? actually. I was at Solly's house last week. She was <laughs> laughing at the hero. Yeah. What watches possibly, live. what possibly could get like kids YouTube golf. Like, where they're talking about pro golf at school. Like, that's what I come back to. Like, golf is inherently not cool. So, there's just, like, such a clear ceiling on all of this, in my opinion. Dude, that's why, like, people... What are we going to do? People, like, like your nephew's age, like, look up to, like, the good, good guys. Like, they they look up to the YouTube golfers. When we were growing up, that was not an option. We couldn't just go log on online and just, like, watch people play cool golf courses, people that we like. Like, the option was to watch pro golf. And that's not what the kids these days, that's not what their watching, options are. We're out here watching Jeff Slubin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> watching Omar Tom just sweat up his dockers on a weekly basis. Like, there's other Man, options. this rules. Yeah. Why are other kids not watching it? <laughs> right? Mommy, like, this is Tommy so cool. Tolls. It's, it's over. John Houston. Guys, John, John Houston. Houston was 23 under this weekend. Did you see that? <laughs> that's how Randy and I got into he the game. He seems like a nice a guy. He seems like a drug. really good guy. Steve Flesh. Yeah, you know, you know what's Northern cooler Kentucky. than Steve Flesh? Exactly. I, that's where I'm just like, I don't know what the end the end plan is because like Tiger, Tiger was about like as big of a unicorn as you could ever get in this sport, and they fucked it all up. Fucked it all up. They they haven't capitalized, but but part of that's like I don't know where you go from Tiger, right? Like like where are you supposed to go from there? I I don't know. I, I don't know. And maybe listen, maybe the live folks have all the ideas. Maybe they've won. Like I'm I'm ready to admit anything. I, I truly do not care. I'm just fascinated to see what happens. I uh long, I, I've referenced long story this. short. It, it, sorry, it sounds like the, the like the the gist of the SI article is that Cantley formed an alliance with the cat, Jordan, and you know, Rain Group and some of the other advisors coming in and, and that that could be kind of the 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 mule schism there. A lot of that's leaking out, or a lot of that's percolating across the organization, and that's where the backlash is. And my question there is like, this whole six votes, hey, we're gonna vote as a block. Like, what happens if they they just straight up can't get to an agreement on anything? Like, that's that's if like where... Peter Malnati and Webb Simpson or, and Charlie Hoffman are like, you know what, we vehemently fundamentally disagree with you like like what do you what do you do just just in perpetuity not peace not vote we tried that, no, well, i guess we tried guys we're gonna go we're gonna go 
do this global tour thing. Yeah. We tried. We we did everything possible to, to do this with you guys and we cannot cannot support you anymore. Yeah. I, I think if there's people voting that uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess well it's hard to know like without knowing what the deals are that are on the table that they could they could take, right? But it, it really seems like with today's announcement just kind of like tying it full circle is I don't know if you say no to that, if you try to cut these guys out or something like that, it just really seems like you're just shooting yourself in the foot. As has our guy Bob Ball chimed in yet out in Portland? That's a good question. I don't know. Randy, I know you don't want to talk about this, but this isn't just specific to men. I mean, the, I was gonna the ask. LPGA <laughs> LET merger vote was called off specifically because there is a deal put forth by PIF. Uh, right. For people who are interested, we're yeah, going to talk about start... this tomorrow. Okay, in, we're doing an LPGA podcast. Tomorrow it'll come out next week. We'll run down all of this, but this is not just specific to men's golf. This is affecting women's golf as well. For sure. Yeah. We've, we've heard, you know, maybe the piff with the let and Susie Whaley at the head, like there could be a global women's tour coming too. which again, okay. But what I, I don't begrudge the rest of the world wanting like the best professional golfers to come and play in their country. Like I, I totally, totally get that. That, that is very reasonable to me. I, I guess I just struggle with how they're ever going to match up the expenses and the costs to like what this vision is and, and what's going to make it a more enticing product for the viewer is there going to be a benefactor to golf is the question right is it yeah is it sugar daddy golf like that's what like live adelaide was a smashing success that's sugar daddy golf like the economics of that are taken care of by uh you know prince muhammad bin salman like that's how that works and and the lpga is already more of a global tour so i actually think they're positioned well to you know create a european swing create a you know go down to south africa whatever australia would be a, a great stop for a few weeks i i have no problems with any of that but i i just don't okay we we have this global tour men's women's side like five ten years aren't we gonna be dealing with the same exact problems like the broadcast sucks people aren't really with the ratings state like I, I i just don't understand what the end goal is with all of this except to get yasser a, a membership at augusta like let's just get him the membership it's so okay? funny too that they're doing all this while at the same time like destroying all this in, like intrinsic value right like they're turning yeah. people off they're they're you know like they're just like people are fleeing ratings that's are, right that's yeah. what I keep coming back to is, you know, I'm, I'm sure I've said this on the pod. Apologies if I have, but the like the biggest asset that the PJ Tour has is not any of these individual players other than Tiger, Rory, Spieth, Phil, couple a couple of guys that like are have been the, you know, oh, my God, I got to get home and turn on the TV type of guys. There's not that many of them the biggest asset that they have is just that it's on CBS or NBC at three o'clock on a Sunday afternoon. People don't really give a fuck about anything other than that. And they kind of just want to have that muscle memory. I've used this example many times internally and maybe on here, but like people do the same thing with NCIS, right? 
they they love watching NCIS at a certain time on whatever night it's on. Shout out to our guy Brian Dietzen, of course. <laughs> if if Brian Dietzen, the medical examiner, is gonna say, you know what, guys, I'm actually I know you love this show. It's a big part of your routine. Again, on whatever night it's on, uh, I'm actually gonna leave. I'm gonna start my own show over here on this other streaming platform. I can't wait to see you guys there. I can't wait to upend your habits and have you come check it out. I just really don't think there's that many people going to do that. And I feel the same way about pro golf. It's like, yeah, I'll watch it. That sounds sweet, man. If you guys are in Australia or you're in Japan or you're in Ireland or you're in South Africa or wherever, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to love to look at the stats and see who did what. There's probably another, you know, couple hundred thousand people that feel the same way that I do. Are there 20 million people that feel that way (laughs) no dude what are we talking about what's the what's the upside of this it's it's golf to your point randy it's just fucking golf golf. and it's and like if they are doing that that's never gonna look sexy i'm a massive (laughs) proponent of world tour play more in australia play more in you know the british isles all that like european golfers but it's you know but it's one of those things where where we play in australia like those time zones get tricky right the tv yeah, product gets tricky sure. uh schedule gets tricky like you know there's a lot of challenges and that's where i do think there's certain elements of sponsorship gets tricky taxes yeah, taxes. Taxes. taxes yeah with man. live you know where it's, it's like yo like i get the reason why the pga tour looks the way it does and looks as yeah. unimaginative as it does but that doesn't mean that you know but but also i do think there's ways that they can you know going back to what we talked about with pgl three years ago right it's like they're Part of the reason that they that like that proposal was so positive, I think, was was because you're you're drawn from like worldwide marketing budgets, right? You know, Coca-Cola is the out like like companies that don't really want to sponsor or spend a bunch of money in golf right now because it's so siloed in individual markets, you know. But but I like I, I think I think F1 is a lot easier to market across the world because it's an hour and a half race or a two hour thing and you can figure out on one day and you know granted you got qualifying but like on one day and you can you can fit that into a certain window or time the race up or whatever where golf's not as malleable and i think that's probably part of the reason why live looks the way it does with 48 players in the shotgun start and you know a four hour window and you know kind of easily digestible like that Right. The, the other part, I know we're I know we're going in circles here, but like the other part, Randy, just to continue kind of lifting up your point here is let's say that we somehow, you know, get a product that is just has the potential to draw all these people in. We're still not even talking about the majors. Like that's a whole other thing. We're not even talking about the most important events still. That's exactly <laughs> They're right. They're totally on a different page. And it's just yeah. I, yeah, it's just I don't know. I, I, don't I don't think know. we've talked honestly enough about how, again, we were enormous fans of like this extremely well put together, like plan for the future of professional golf that had al- almost everything thought of, had media buyers ready to like buy up the ad spots, had the enterprise value just kind of needed to be checked on by, uh, you know, looked at by the PGA Tour and how hard the Saudis just Leroy Jenkins this thing like literally just took the plan and instead of like the following the one guiding North Star of like we need the top 48 guys it was like nah we're just gonna get whoever we can get 
and starve <laughs> out the golf world. And this is how we've ended up here. Like it, we have not Andy Ogletree. properly reflected on that. Like that was an hey. outrageous move. Leroy <laughs> Jenkins. Andy's worked his ass off, TC. But a little respect. He has. He has. Like, all right, we've we're an hour and a half into this thing. Can we talk about the trades? <laughs> no. I want to go to I'm, bed. I'm, I'm serious, dude. Like, it's it's crazy. Like, you've got all right. You got three. Got Uline and Taylor Gooch. Cody, like, now, cut me, cut me, Cody. I got nothing for this. I got nothing for all three teams for for the goats. Smash and the Aces. All both of those guys play for all three of those teams already. And then like the Harold Varner trade today. I don't know. I just I don't I don't quite get it. Like I don't I don't understand what the range goats are doing. And I don't understand what your cliques are doing. They're just sitting on their hands. They're so is wait, does Rom have a new team or is he taking over the cliques? Because you were trying That's to tell me. That's a great question. Was, I, think, I, I thought he was gonna take over the cliques personally. We cannot know these things. I think that it sounds like they may they may start two new teams. Do you think there's anything to these rumors about Hatton? Or about big tone. Hatton, sure. No. Hatton, no. Everybody should go. Why doesn't everybody go? That's what I don't get. Following the logic of everything I laid out in the, like, whatever, the second third of this podcast, where it's like, they're probably going to come back together anyways. You know, for free money. Kind of a wash. You might as well. I don't know that they're going to offer that many contracts to people, but I guess they're playing for big ass purses. I was going to say, well, at some play. point, like, doesn't, like, I feel like Yasser almost doesn't need to write big checks. Not right, right. Like he can scoop the... up these guys that are over there. He can get Duffner and fucking Strout and the rest of the knuckleheads that are over there. Now they got to qualify, dog. That's a that's their whole way into world ranking points. God, Rory should just go. Rory should just go beat be. the shit out of these guys. Why, for did, a why year. doesn't Max go? Why? You know, I'm sure Max could get what seventy five million. Well, no, they're not. Why would they? You know, again, it all follows the assumption that like they're they're not trying to be their own breakaway thing, and they're just trying to come back together anyways but like even just getting into the events just getting onto a team even with no signing bonus you're playing for way but you're playing for 20 million dollars every week yeah that's that's the gooch plan right exactly who will be Uh, quote the next gooch tc rom did help us in one way like if we ever want to flip like you can just do it no matter what you said you can just go you can just flip at the end yeah just flip over yeah Totally. Wait, what do you guys think, Rob? TC, it, you're right, though. I just realized, how the fuck did Kepka and Gooch end up on the same team? The it's best crazy. players in the league. I know. And, and, the, and you got, and then they you got allowed Kodrak. this trade? Bubba said, I believe, to, uh, who was that, to Rappaport today? Like, this yeah, trade makes a lot of sense. DM It's me. a culture fit. Yeah, it's a culture yeah. fit, I think. How many? Yeah, you got, yeah. And they got GMAC now. It's, I mean, GMAC's terrible, but, like, you know, you got Kokrak. I mean, I think, yeah, they were up against the cap limit. That's why they had to sign uh, GMAC, I'm guessing. But I'm I'm seeing a lot of people in the comments here saying that Adam Scott's going to go to the Rippers. Sweet. Mm. Go for it, man. Okay, he's on on the board of the PGA Tour. That'd be tough. What do you guys think? uh, (laughs) Yeah, Rump's in Delaware, too. Pack, yeah. Sorry. What do you guys think of uh, uh, Rom's team name's going to be? I thought people were floating Los Toros. Los Toros, whatever we think it is, just Los Carniceros. Divide it by like ten degrees of dumbness, and I'm sure that'll be <laughs> much closer. 
I'll tell you what, you really burn it all down. Omar, you're resty. Los Tapas. Solo third right now. Champions. All right. That'll cool. that'll do it. That's it. The Omar Uresti part of the show is it's time. It's time to hold on. I got one. Guys, how is Glocky not hold, prominently hold. involved yet? Take I just want to point this out that live. They tried to do a, a funny thing on social and put out, you know, this word. They unfortunately they spelt John's first name wrong. So when you found it, it just they just couldn't help themselves. Yeah, but they didn't spell John Doe wrong. <laughs> True. So. That's interesting. Second, uh, I, I think everybody saw this and they're like, oh, ha, ha, ha. He called what? it. What? Uh, for for yeah. those on the podcast, this was this was Max's tweet. Uh, imagine if Rom announces this in a live golf letterman jacket. Uh, I, I, I would say anybody who didn't realize that Max clearly must have seen <laughs> a screenshot of this. Like, no wonder a fucking new league came in and took over this. Court. Like, good God, guys. <laughs> I have a, I have a little, a little pride, and this is the best tweet of the day. Uh, can you do the one picture, the skinny picture of him, just just stare there with his head tilted back? Uh, yeah. This one was uh, the the caption that came to mind was, uh, "Hey, my friend over there thinks you're cute," and it cuts to <laughs> <laughs> this is the friend. Oh, oh John, this man. is what. This what is, else we got? Yeah. Of course, more letters and love. TC, I'm sure you cover this. Big night for the Maris School, though, with with Brett getting the exclusive. Brett Bear, yeah, yeah. Proud um, Maris School. Solly and I's friend from Burning Tree. That's right. <laughs> uh, Randy Brett Bear is is one famous media personality. Ernie Johnson also went to Marist. I like the third the third media guy that 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 went to Marist that I think blows both of them out of the water. David Hasselhoff. But he got the Hoff. He got, he got expelled. Really? Yeah. All right, Cody. What do you guys out. think? <laughs> TC, you, you must have seen the Scott Pelly quantum computing 60 minutes. No, I haven't watched Sunday. it yet. I haven't oh, seen it. I'm going to open Scott, a bottle of wine Pelly tomorrow. In his element. I'd live for segments like that. Keith or Scott? Uh, I always I get never, I can never. Of course. Out. Thank you to our friends at <laughs> Roback. Cody. <laughs> thank you to everybody tuning in for this special emergency live show uh breaking down the signing of uh young john rom to the live golf league uh anything else you guys i might make the the, the inside out hoodie my calling card <laughs> like See, randy did you notice that he's wearing his uh rollback hoodie inside out currently who is wrong no tc is <laughs> It's it's an analogy. I got that dog inside me yeah. and and outside. He also Someone teased the, uh, makes the dog look even more the dog look even more subtle. <laughs> he uh, also teased the fact that he played golf with uh, his personal hero. But yeah. we're gonna have to hear about that at a, at a different time. Thank you. Because we're, we're not gonna hear about hour. it now. We're gonna forget to come back to that. Poor. Have we mentioned the poor LPGA? Like, is anybody gonna be care about the Grand Thornton starting tomorrow? Like, the poor LPGA cannot catch a break. I feel like every time something big is around the corner, we just get this massive live news and it just totally eats up whatever the LPGA is doing. It's wild that nobody, well, you know what? We have a whole back. LPGA pod tomorrow to, to That's dig right in on it and everything. I'll, I'll just say this Spencer Levine, uh, he was awesome. He was, uh, he's in town. He's getting ready for Q School next week, PGA Tour Q School, uh, which I think is going to be actually pretty interesting to watch. Uh, they're giving five cards away for the first time 
Is it at forever? Sawgrass? It's at Sawgrass and uh, it's at uh, Valley Course and uh, Sawgrass Country Club. Um, but yeah, Spencer, he was flushing it. Uh, he's got such a positive, optimistic outlook on life these days. He's, he couldn't have been more gracious. I, like they say, don't meet your heroes, but I was, uh, I was, he, he was awesome. It was, oh, it was Richard Gears in the chat. Our guy, Richard Gear, <laughs> Randy. <laughs> RG, what up, boy? RG3. <laughs> All right, oh, he's always ready to get out of here. Uh, cut me. Yeah, cut cut cry, me. baby. <laughs> All right, love you guys. RG, come to the after party. (laughs) Again, everybody, thanks for tuning in. That's it, uh, unless there's more breaking news. But enjoy podcasts through the rest of the year. Then we'll be back with live shows in 2024. Cheers. Be the right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. I mean, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most! Expect anything.